What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. From Louisville, Mississippi, Mr. Preston Pittman. Today, I wanted to take just a minute to give you the basics of how to blow a diaphragm or a mouth turkey call. Get out there and get hidden because we all know turkeys have astounding eyesight like any bird. Mouth calls are the calls that really drive people crazy. Everybody wants to know how to use a mouth call. I think I should come out with an EP. <laughs> a rap EP. Wasn't that pretty good? That was better than anything 50's putting out right I now. I know it. Who? Fitty? Fitty? Who's Fitty? Fitty said, man. Oh, Fitty He is a gangster. <laughs> there you go. What should be my rap name? What the heck are you talking my, about? My rap name should be White Boy in the Woods. <laughs> Wait, boy, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you boys and girls haven't caught on already, we are going 100% turkey. 100% turkey on today's rap. <laughs> hey, so taking over the Ram Power Block. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Yeah. Will the outdoor industry great? Wade Bourne. Then hitting us up at 785-846-7647 will be Brad Kreiner from Winchester Ammo. Carlson Choke Tooth's very own Scott Carlson, the 2012 NWTF Grand National Head-to-Head Calling Champ, Jesse Martin, and NBC Sports, Brad Miller. Yeah, now the Grand Poobah, the greatest man in the outdoors, in my opinion, the man that I admire most. He's actually living vicariously through me. He has very close <laughs> veins? No, I'm not talking about you. Oh. Hey, that was just weird. <laughs> where, where are you going with this? I, no, I wish I knew. The man that I admire most because he despises you. It's Wade Bourne. <laughs> now we got Wade Bourne on the line right Grand now. Grand Poobah. I've never been called that before. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good title to have. Now, Wade, uh, welcome to the revolution. Also, you know, we're talking about uh, turkey hunting on today's show. But um, I've been watching some videos online, and you said something that was, I just thought, remarkable. You said, buy good ammunition, don't go the cheap route. How many times do you plan on shooting a turkey? Hopefully only (laughs) once. And I really started thinking about that. There is a lot of truth to that, Wade. And uh, Frank's got that sound bite actually uh, cued real fast. Uh, it's only three or four seconds. Let's take a listen. How many times are you going to shoot a turkey? You know, isn't it worth $3 a load? You know, Trav, they've got uh, a number of, uh, most every ammunition maker has their premium load. These yeah. are the, the buffered, plated, et cetera, et cetera. And they absolutely will pattern better than the cheaper loads. And, and as you said that I said, <laughs> you know, I, if I shoot... 
five shells in a season. Hopefully I'm going to take five turkeys. <laughs> you don't need to shoot unless you know you can take that bird cleanly. And so what's the big deal with trying to save a, a dollar or two on a box of shells? You know, they, they make yeah. them, they send them out now or sell them in boxes of 10 premium loads. Also, there's some very, very fine custom loads available that uh, actually I think would outperform uh, a lot of the factory loads. And so spend the dollars if, if a shell costs you two or three dollars a load, what's a turkey worth? You know exactly. You hey, we're talking with Wade Borden. Of course, he has a program on over three hundred stations called Wired to Fish and Wired to Hunt. Yeah, you can hear it every single week on our show. Yeah, that's right. And of course, he's authored several books and uh, written about twenty five hundred articles. But you know, Wade, when you're out there, I mean, there are a lot of mistakes that guys make over and over and over again, and they wonder why they're not successful. You're looking for a mistake, I presume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one mistake that I see hunters make over and over, and, and I'm I'm talking more about novice hunters now. I don't know if it's because of excitement or whatever, but they approach too fast and not carefully enough to a turkey. You want to get as close to a turkey as you can in as good an area as you can for him to approach. But yeah. let me tell your listeners one thing, if that turkey sees them or is spooked, game over. Yeah. And yeah. so regardless, you you need to get as close as you can, but you must be as careful as you can in your approach. Yeah. And if the terrain, if the foliage will not allow you to get on up in that, I like to set up 100, 125 yards or, or even closer sometimes if I can. But if I cannot, I will set up 200, 250 yards away and and just make the best of it. But uh, if you scare that turkey, you may as well just uh, pick up your little shotgun and go back to the truck and go find another one because that <laughs> bird probably will not be workable uh, maybe that morning or that day. So it's, yeah. uh, you've got to approach carefully and, and not let him see you. Yeah, now pretty much during this whole interview, I'm just going to reiterate everything that you have already said, Wayne, <laughs> because I have no original thought that's going to be better than anything you said. <laughs> but um, you also pointed out that you need to rehearse everything that is fixing to take place. You need to mentally run through this in your mind and it really is a mind game. And if you don't step out there with a, a certain sense of direction or a plan of attack, you are going to come home with nothing but your butt in your hands. But uh, we got that, that second clip cued real quick. So uh, let's go ahead and listen to that as well. The first thing you want to do is mentally rehearse what happens, what you're going to do when a turkey gets in gun range. You know, this is visualization. Pro athletes do this all the time. The best turkey hunters I know are supremely confident yeah. that they are going to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that what they're going to do is not going to scare the turkey, that they're going to set up in a place uh, where they can call the turkey to them. And, and the confidence just pervades their whole, their whole attitude yeah. and their whole approach to hunting. And, and uh, rehearsing, it's just like practicing for a football game or a basketball. You know, if you rehearse what you're going to do, if you practice your calling, Obviously, you're going to be a better caller. Yeah. Uh, if you do a mental run through of what a, how you hope a hunt is going to uh, progress, you know, that you, if you know where a turkey's roosted, uh, do a mental walkthrough about where you want to set up, yeah. how you want to approach that bird. And now, probably almost in every case, you're going to have to do some freelancing. You know, it's not going to go just by the book. Yeah. But when you know what to expect, and then you have the you gain the skills to know how to adjust, and you bag some turkeys and you build that confidence. That's when uh, you graduate, I think, from the levels of of the novice to the mid ranks, and ultimately, or hopefully, up into the 
really experienced or, or really uh, very, very good turkey hunter. Yeah. Well, you know, shock gobbles uh, has, uh, you know, really come about using a crook call or something like that or owl call. Did you owl them this morning? But the right. fact of the matter is, when you're out there, how important it is not to call as it is to call? It depends on the situation. Uh, you know, and you have to judge that based on the response you're getting from the gobbler. Yeah. Uh, I've used, you're talking about shot gobbles, I've used blocks of wood. I've taken two little two-by-four <laughs> blocks out and clapped them together. I mean, it sounds like nothing in nature, but it's that sudden response. I might try that once or twice. If I don't get a response, I'll put them away. <laughs> uh, if I hoot like an owl. Uh, you know, I don't think I have the confidence that that's really not going to scare. I might not get an answer, but I don't think that's going to scare a turkey. But you have to, uh, it's a mind game between you and the turkey. You have to build his impatience rather than let him build impatience in you. And sometimes that means not calling very much. Yeah. Uh, I've called turkeys before by calling one time. Wow. But in fact, the turkey I guess I'm most proud of ever in my life. I called to him one time. He was a hard turkey. I hunted him two or three times, and and he didn't like much calling. And so I got in the right spot. I called one time. I put the call in my mouth, or I took it out of my mouth and put it in my shirt pocket, and I waited him out. And I, I actually had that turkey in view for over an hour mm-hmm. uh, at 75 and 80 yards. And he would Ooh. look. He knew exactly where that call had come from. The first time he heard it, he gobbled at it about uh, 300 yards away. And then on his own, he eventually made the progress, came in there, and uh, walked up to about 25 yards, and I shot him. In fact, I'm sitting here. I have, I have that turkey's feet and spurs in my office. I'm looking at him right now. <laughs> there you go. Now, Wade, before he we go. a real long spur. Yeah, before we go on with this interview, uh, where can we find you online? Uh, you can go to my website, wadebornoutdoors.com, or my radio shows are posted on wiredtofish.com. Yeah. Now, uh, Wade, you know, a lot of people – Calling in turkeys is not something that's just easy to learn. You know, I can sit there on YouTube with my diaphragm call and try to watch these guys, and um, it's not that easy. What's maybe a couple pointers that you could hand out to people that are just now getting started? Uh, first pointer I'll give you is that uh, although calling turkeys in is not easy, making turkey sounds that will call turkeys in is easy. <laughs> if a hunter will master a, just a simple yelp and a cluck. Okay. Uh, you know, you don't, it's, it's nice to be able to sound like a contest caller yeah. and make all these runs and cackles and, you know, fancy calls. But if a hunter will master a simple cluck, you know, and, and what's the difference in a cluck and a putt? which is the alarm call, well, it's it's just the situation in which it's given. The uh, sounds are the same. Mm. You know, maybe a little less subtle with the cluck, or a little more subtle with the cluck. But, uh, yeah. but a yelp and a cluck, if you get in the right place and you pace your calling dependent upon how the turkey is responding to you, and you just call with those calls. Uh, I also like a purr. You know, I'll purr with a slate call if I've got a gobbler that's, uh, out there 70 or 80 yards and a little reluctant to come. If I can't see him, if I can see him, he can see me and I won't do anything. Yeah. Then I'll sit there and I'll wait him out. I'll either build his impatience to come to me or I'll let him walk away. Uh, mm-hmm. and then I can maneuver on him and try to call him again because he's not afraid. Then he's not scared then. Yeah. If he can see me, if he's 75 yards and he's looking to where I'm sitting and he won't come, then there's something wrong with that situation. Yeah. So I, I will quit calling at that case. I will either let him come on his own 
or walk away, and then I'll get up and change to another calling location. That's it. See, I'm going I'm to hand out my little secret real quick. I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. I don't go out with calls or guns. I go out with a cardboard cutout of Wade Bourne. And all these, ter- they actually surrender. <laughs> well, one more time, Mr. Wade, if we want to find out more about your articles, books, everything, your radio show, where do we have to head to online? Uh, WadeBourneOutdoors.com. You bet. That was Wade Bourne. And of course, he has a program on th- over 300 radio stations called Wired to Fish and Wired to Hunt. Uh, not only is he the Grand Pooh Bob, but he is a hunter extraordinaire. Plus, if you're looking, which a lot of people are, you are not going to find a finer gentleman in the woods than Mr. Wade Bourne. But we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus NRA Blog at NRAblog.com and NBC Sports at NBC Sports. Dot com forward slash outdoors plus Cabela's world's foremost outfit at Cabela's. What are you looking at me, Jim? For at Cabela's laundry list and Ruger at Ruger.com. Gotta Can't check forget those out. guys. But uh, coming up next, we actually got Brad Kreiner from where? Hey, he's with Winchester Ammo, and we're going to talk about what extended range uh, high velocity energy shells. That was or cl- something like that, that. was close enough. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Brad Kreiner is coming up next right here on the Revolution. Mr. Wade, man, thank you so much for everything you do, uh, giving back to the outdoors but especially for uh, being on today's show, man. Appreciate it. Hey, man, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, Brad Kreiner coming up after this. Attention passengers, we may experience 60 minutes of continuous outdoor talk starts now. Brought to you by Ruger at Ruger.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG, plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. The Ruger SR22 Pistols, the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field strip and reassemble, the Ruger SR22 Pistol shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grips and an adjustable three-dot sight system with a reversible blade. Help Ruger raise $1 million for the NRA. Visit Ruger.com slash million to learn more. Keep the revolution alive by heading to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, back to the boys. 
Hey, we're back, and just before the break, we heard from Way Born. Now the phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. You know, Trav, today's show, we're talking about turkey hunting. Yeah, wasn't Wade Born great? I like oh, that yeah. guy. He's a great guy. That's why he was on first. It, I don't like everyone else in the show. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, Preston Pittman, wonderful guy. Had what him a on, caller. Uh, several times. Yeah, great caller. One of the most prolific uh, callers in the in the competition. And caller manufacturers, too. Yeah, Pittman game calls. Anyways, uh, a couple years ago, three, four years, I think, uh, he took uh, third place at the National Wild Turkey Federation Calling Championships. And uh, anyways, I said all that to say this. I uh, got a little clip. He was on David Letterman uh, three, four years ago um, talking about this. Anyways, uh Take a listen. There are two divisions. There's the uh, turkey calling, and then there's the turkey gobbling. Have I have that uh, right? That is yeah. correct. What's the difference between the calling and the gobbling? Well, the calling is basically imitating the hen, where the gobbler is imitating the gobbler. Mm-hmm. And is this, is this used to lure uh, uh, the turkeys into an area so you can... Dave really seems to be well, into this. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. Yeah, I, I can see him getting his camo on now. <laughs> this is part of Listen to this. Photo. I've been fortunate enough to live through two hunting accidents. I've been oh, shot oh, twice. Is that right? Yeah. So I don't, uh, I don't advise you to gobble no, on no the ground. Kidding. So authentic is your gobbling that somebody has shot you? Yes. Not shot once. <laughs> twice. Shot twice. <laughs> Probably by the same guy. That, okay, hold on. Just wait. Listen to this. He did that with no call. That's just strictly his mouth and his mouth only. That is impressive. This guy looks like a turkey. He does. Kind of goofy. <laughs> no, he's a great guy. Uh, Pittman Game Calls. Look him up online. But um, uh, just voting us on the Ram Hotline. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Yeah, and as Jim said a little bit ago, uh, that number is 785-846-7647. Is Mr. Brad Kreiner, and he is with Winchester. You know, uh, just before we went on the air, Brad uh, came back on. You were telling us about Winchester's extended range high-density uh, lows. Uh, so why don't you kind of rehash what you told us real quick um, to Bring catch our to listeners speed. up to speed. Yeah, Good. Hey, I'll jump right in here. Extended range is our high-density load. Yeah. Uh, it's a combination of tungsten, nickel, and iron. Um, so that, that tungsten product is a lot more dense than lead. Yeah. And in lameness terms, basically it means you can extend the range of your shot. You're getting more downrange energy so you can shoot farther and still have uh, more than enough energy to be lethal on that bird. Now, Brad, um, obviously everybody, before they go turkey hunting, you need to get out and you need to pattern your shotgun. You figure out what choke tube works best. Now, extended range, um, what is that kind of implying here? I know, I know it we really We can shoot depends. them a half mile away. Yeah, it depends <laughs> on your skill level. But, I mean, are we going to take be able to take a turkey at 60, 65 yards? I mean... That would be a long shot, That would it? be a tremendously long shot, wouldn't it? I'll tell you what, it is a tremendously long shot. We do not recommend taking shots that long. Yeah. However, <laughs> you, you know as well as I do, you get out there and you've been chasing that bird all morning, and sometimes you just can't resist. Oh, yeah. And uh, it will get it done out, out to that range. Holy cow. You know, the interesting part about it, you know, as Trav mentioned earlier, patterning your shotgun is very, very important. But, you know, it really only takes one BB into that uh, kill zone in order to get it done. But what is the optimum for a, uh, a shotgun shell when it goes off to get it into that kill zone? You know, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, Winchester did some extensive studies back in the 90s on lethality on birds, turkeys uh, uh, in particular. Yeah. And I, it's a 15-page report. I'm not going to bore you with all that. But <laughs> Please basically don't. it boiled down to you needed about two foot-pounds of energy and three pellets within that kill zone. And that's when wow. you look at a turkey target, you know, you've got their head, the brain, and, the, and then that spinal cord that comes down. So the minimum amount is two pounds of energy, at least three pellets somewhere in that kill zone, 
and you'll bring the bird down. Those birds are tough. They are tough. I mean, it really takes a lot to knock them down. Now, real quick, before we get farther into this, Brad, if we want to find out more about you guys, uh, where can we find you online? You need to go to www.winchester.com. Well, that's it. But also, uh, to find out everything, uh, go to their products page. Uh, you can download that PDF. Um, of their catalog. Of their catalog shows all the different uh, shots that they come out with. Now, um, extended range, you know, I would really say a comfortable shot for most people. Would you advise, you know, 30, yeah. 35 yards? That's a good distance, isn't it, Brad? That's a great distance. If you can get them in that close, you're going to have no problems bringing them down, provided you've got good shot placement. Which yeah. Leading up to that, like you said, you've got the pattern in your gun. Exactly. Um, we actually, you know, we recommend our products led and the extended range out to 40, 45 yards. That's kind of the the maximum effective range. That's where the, the load is going to work every time for sure, again, provided you get that good shot placement and hit the bird uh, square. Yeah. Now, you just came back from the Nashville Turkey Federation uh, uh, banquet down there uh, or meeting actually in Nashville, and yeah. uh, you guys got the Outdoor Life Editor's Choice Award again this year. And I'll tell you what, that's really, i, I got to take a bow here on behalf of the company. <laughs> uh, so many, <laughs> I really do. So so many of these, are, the, the writers are always hitting us, what's new, what's new, what's new. And at Winchester, and I've talked to you guys about this before when we were talking about Blindside, yeah. we don't just launch new products for the sake of launching new products. If we can't develop something that's better than what we've already got out there, we don't launch it. Exactly. And, and, you know, guys keep hitting me. When are you going to come out on the new turkey load? And the the short answer is when we come up with something better than extended range. Mm. And leading into that, Outdoor Life just did a, a another study uh, the past couple months. It's published in, in this month's magazine in the February issue. And, uh, you know, they took all the top manufacturers of, of uh, both lead and extended range or, or the tungsten-type loads and did the pattern testing and, and the guns and the chokes and all that. And once again, our extended range, which we launched in 2005, beat everybody hands down. <laughs> yeah. You launched it in 2005, and yes. you have all these people coming out with new loads every single year, and you still beat them? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, just, it's fantastic. The stuff is just unbelievable. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is that uh, we do know that uh, Winchester makes some really great ammo. Of course, turkey loads is, is just out of sight. But you guys have got a promotion going on starting uh, actually 1st of February, don't you? Yes, absolutely. And this is similar to one we ran a couple years ago that was just phenomenally uh, uh, successful. And so we did it again. Uh, basically what it is, you either buy one box of our extended range turkey loads or two boxes of our double X mag or super X lead loads. And we'll send you a free thermocell. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You're out there and you're, you got a turkey hung up about 45 yards out. Your decoy's out there about 23 yards. And you have got a tick crawling up somewhere between your knee and your hip. <laughs> There's nothing that, that ruins your day quicker than uh, mosquitoes or Lyme's disease. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I mean, exactly. But anyway, to, uh, when you're on their website, uh, go down to special offers on the top right-hand side. And you'll see right there in the center, it says uh, free Thermocell mosquito repellent. Click on that. You can find out all about it. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. I mean, think about that. Um, oh, absolutely. It, it really is. You're you're either getting the thermocell for free, or you're getting the shells for free. That's right. Uh, you, that's you right. I like anything that's free. Me too. <laughs> you know. One more time, uh, Mr. Brad, to find out more about um your tremendous loads. You guys offer so many different things. Excuse me. Also, this special offer. You got blogs, videos, a little bit of everything. A ballistics calculator. 
Where can we find you guys online? Absolutely. Go to www.winchester.com. Hey, we've been talking with Brad Kreiner. He is with Winchester Ammo. Yeah, and make sure you check him out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. He's everywhere. He? You mean Winchester. Yes. Uh, anyways, check him out there. Uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and NRA blog. That's NRA blog.com and NBC Sports. Starting to kind of spit there, NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. But, Mr. Bradman, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to give us a shout, brother. Really appreciate it. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on anytime. All right. Hey, but hang on, because coming up after this quick word from our sponsors will be Scott Carlson from Carlson's Choke Tube. Oh, if you, you want to be, be the best, best use the, the best. best. Get yourself a lifetime out. warranty at a price you'll appreciate. Anyways, uh, Scott Carlson's coming up next. Stick around. Lacking ambition, skill, or talent, mm. the revolution doesn't care. Hit them up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. For hunting, target, and long-range shooting, choose Zeiss Rapid C, the ultimate ballistic reticle. Now until December 31st, receive up to a $100 mail-in rebate when you purchase a qualifying rifle scope with Rapid C reticle. See your Zeiss dealer or visit Zeiss.com slash sports for details. This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation, and if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here, but did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey? Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com. Every Friday, Versus Country is your home to the most respected hunters around. Starting at 8, it's Elk Fever. At 8.30, it's the Buck Stops here with Mike Hanback. Then at 9, let's go hunting, boy. Gun it with Benny Spies, only on Versus. It's the weekend, and do you know where your outdoors is? It's here. It's now. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, sponsored by whitetails-extreme.com. All right, we're back, and I'm glad we went to a break because my iced tea was getting low. I had to refresh it. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> like sweet something I- everybody needs to know about your iced tea. I like sweet iced tea. You like sweet iced tea. It's decaffeinated, uh-huh. and I like sweet and low. I uh-huh. put four bags to a quart jar, uh-huh. and it's very tasty. <laughs> Anywho, and sweet right, right now we're being joined by Scott Carlson from Carlson Choke Tubes, and he phoned us at 785-846-7647. Hey, welcome, Mr. Scott. Hey, thanks, Jim and Trav. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate the opportunity. Glad to be here. Well, we are glad to have you. Oh. Is that somebody falling down? <laughs> but now, um, we have some troubling questions that you and only you, Mr. Scott Carlson, can answer. I'm ready. What is your web address? Uh, pretty simple. Just go to ChokeTube.com. It's 
that easy. That's a totally rehearsed. Uh, he's been practicing. <laughs> he did, he did we, we didn't have the element of, of surprise, surprise there. We, he could see it coming. Yeah, now... For the second troubling question on your website. Yeah, you get on there on the homepage. You got a picture of Tom Knapp's smiling mug. And I think it's a bit conflicting because everyone knows, sure, he might be good at tinkering with guns. <laughs> yeah, that might have been a bit far-fetched. Anyways, I, the guy hates turkey hunting. Why is he on your website? He does. Case in point, listen to this. I'm going to put in the full choke. Well, that full choke really lays them in there with a dense pattern near the center of that target. That type of a tight choke is really good for a turkey hunter. I should have come up with better evidence. He shot turkeys before, too. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, didn't you get Tom out on his uh, very first turkey hunt, what, six or seven years ago? Yeah. Took yeah. Tom uh, turkey hunting, shot his first turkey, which surprised me. You know, Tom's yeah. been doing what he does for years, and I just figured he turkey hunted before. He never said a word to me till after he shot the birds, so that was <laughs> pretty surprising on my part anyway. But uh, we make all kinds of choke tubes for all kinds of loads uh, for guys to get out there and hunt turkeys. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you know, I've been up to your facility many times, and you've got a test facility, and you've got this little house that you've built out in the woods, and you actually pattern your choke tubes and uh, you know exactly where these things are going to hit, don't you? Yeah, we actually have an electronic patterning machine, which I know there's only one of that anybody has in the industry. Uh, so it saves us a tremendous amount of time. And the uh, two things that this thing really allows us to do that other companies don't do, uh, we didn't either till we had the machine. But number one, it allows us to pattern a lot of shells with each choke. So we get very accurate data, and then we take the average of the data instead of taking a high number or a low number. Um, so that saves us a tremendous amount of time, especially doing it the old-fashioned way where you had to count all the pellets. This thing does it in just a matter of seconds. And the other thing the machine shows us that we can't see just by shooting a pattern at 40 yards is consistency. Yeah. And so we put pixels in the in the circle, and it tells us the numbers of those that it misses. So... That's one way, you know, a lot of times we'll have a higher percentage as far as number of pellets in a 30-inch circle at 40 yards, but our what we call our true factor is lower, so that shows us that it's more consistent. So not always is a higher percentage better. Sometimes a lower, lower percentage shell, like 5% lower, might throw a 90% pattern instead of a 95, but it's more consistent over the paper. And so that that's what we're able to look at that other companies can't do. So that, that helps us build a better product, we hope, uh, for the end user out there turkey hunting. Yeah, and so in layman's terms, all this engineering and ingenuity uh, means you're going to get the best choke to for 25 bucks, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's what it really boils down to. Now, Scott, uh, you know, we've talked a lot before on the show, and we need to kind of hammer on this once again, is everybody puts so much emphasis on sighting in their rifles, you know, for deer season, elk going after bear, whatever. You know, they want to get to the range to make sure that they're a- where they're aiming is where it's going to hit. You need to do that as well with your shotgun, don't you? Yeah, we promote patterning. I mean, yeah. it's, as, it's as important to pattern your shotgun as it is to pattern your deer rifle when you stick the scope on it. And the other thing, guys tell me, you know, they call us and they've been patterning. And 
simple question, do you use a rest? Well, no. Well, do you use a rest when you sight in a rifle? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You need to do the same thing with the shotgun because standing there offhand, I mean, it's easy to pull a shot two or three inches that yeah. you can't see. Mm-hmm. And, and using just a simple rest, even if it's cross sticks. Uh, and the other big mistake people make when they're patterning, and if you don't pattern, get out there and do it because it'll make you a lot better hunter. But an, another mistake people make is is they use these small, and turkey season's a prime example, they use these small 8 by 12 targets, Yeah, which is fine. But if your gun isn't shooting point of aim and you shoot and you've got low pellets on the paper, more than likely your gun is not shooting point of aim. And if you've got that small target, most of the pellets are off. Whereas if you've got a 30-inch piece of paper behind that, you can see where the majority of that pattern went and compensate your shot. For instance, my Super Black Eagle 2 at 40 yards shoots six inches high. So if I shoot at one of them little targets, you know, I'm probably only going to get 10 or 15 hits in the turkey head, and I'm thinking, you know, well, that's not so good. Well, in all reality, if I aim six inches lower, now I've got 30-some hits in the turkey's head. I mean, it just makes a huge difference, and that's why you pattern, and you pattern with big paper. Yeah. Mm. Now, a lot of the shotguns now come with uh, flush-mounted choke tubes. You have flush-mounted as well as extended tubes. All right, give us uh, give us what happens when the when the shell goes off. Do you automatically have flyers that is automatically spread it, uh, or does it keep it in tighter, in a, in a tighter group? That's a good question. A flush-mount tube... Because it's flush mount, it's shorter. By extending a tube three-quarters of an inch, and that's what I recommend you do with turkey tubes, is, is you get an extended one. You have a longer parallel section, so you get less flyers with an extended tube, and you get more consistent patterning at 40 yards. And it's because your parallel or choke section is longer. When the shot leaves a shell, the wad, it hits the taper of the choke, and that's the entrance of the choke, and then it tapers to what we call the parallel section or the choke section. And on a flush mount choke, it's very short, generally a three-eighths of an inch, uh, maybe to a half an inch. And wow. on, a, on an extended tube, you know, give it another three-quarters of an inch because it's extended out the barrel. So that's why you get better patterns out of those extended tubes over flush mount tubes. Now, uh, in turkey hunting, uh, you do have a, a special turkey choke, don't you? Yes, yeah. yeah and, and they're and, all extended, and they're actually constricted. The best patterning ones are about 30 thousandths tighter than a full choke. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's super tight. Yeah. Now, the the interesting part about uh, turkey hunting is, you know, you try to get them in as close as possible. You know, and that's it, not easy to do. No, no, not always. <laughs> no, but the but the fact of the matter is, you know, while they're out there, you know, and their head is constantly moving, you have to have a pretty good group because, I mean, they are always on the move even when they're standing still. Yeah, that, that's exactly right, and that that's why you need a, a turkey load that's that penetrates well, and that's why you need a tight choke because, you know, when you call a turkey, and if he's thirty yards. He's probably 50 because they're so dang big when they get in front of you that you think they're closer than they really are. <laughs> and, and people make a huge mistake that way. So you're actually shooting at a bird that's probably 10 or 20 yards farther away than you think it is. That's why you need those tight chokes and a good load from, you know, Winchester Federal Heavy Shot that makes some terrific turkey loads. <laughs> 
All righty. Hey, we've been talking with Scott Carlson. He has Carlson Choke Cubes right there in Atwood, Kansas. And they are the shooter's choice. And one more time, Mr. Scott, please uh, hand out your web address where we can find you online, man. Hey, we can see you at ChokeTube.com. All right, so hey, we are the Rev, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks. RamTrucks.com plus Steiner at Steiner-Binoculars.com and Ruger at Ruger.com. But hey, Mr. Scott, man, thank you so much, buddy, for calling into the Rev today. Really appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. Have a great day. Hey, you too, man. Well, folks, hang on, because right after this, we're going to hear from Jesse Martin, who just won the extreme honor of being crowned the national head-to-head calling champion at the NWTF convention last weekend. That's good. Yeah, see you then. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is brought to you by Ruger at Ruger.com. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we... We cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done. And Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Make your next meal in the outdoors your most memorable with Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. Denver, Colorado is one of the most energizing and cultural diverse cities in the United States. Nestled at the foothills of the magnificent Rocky Mountains, world-class museums, shopping, dining, and recreation. The Mile High City is home to professional sports teams and boasts one of the country's most vibrant business environments. Movingtodenver.co is the website for Denver relocation information. Find all the resources you'll need for your move to the Mile High City at movingtodenver.co. Request a free Denver relocation guide online at movingtodenver.co. Again, that's movingtodenver.co. Let movingtodenver.co Make your transition easy at movingtodenver.co. Our radio show has guys that actually do hunt and fish for a living. Ha ha. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Find them on Facebook and Twitter at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Jim, I'm actually going to lift up my pant leg and show you this. That that teaser clip is from the 2011 NWTF. Like, so it did look. I got goosebumps, <laughs> you man. Have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. Anyways, that that was the teaser clip from the 2011 NWTF Grand National Calling Contest. And uh, after today's show, I am so pumped and ready for spring turkey hunt, man. Yeah, you've been strutting all day. I have been. Yeah. Hey, and just phone us at 785-846-7647 is Jesse Martin. And at the 36th annual NWTF National Convention and Sports Show last weekend. That's right. He was crowned the national head-to-head calling champion. Yo, Jesse, big dog. Big cojona, man. Welcome to the Rev, buddy. Thanks, guys. Now, head-to-head, you know, it kind of sounds dirty, Jesse. You know, it's really comparable. Like, you're climbing into a ring, you know. You're going toe-to-toe, and inevitably, um... 
The better man will always prevail, and you definitely were that. Gladiator. Oh, yeah, it's uh, just like a college basketball bracket. You know, you got to <laughs> fight your way to the top, fight your way to the championship. Yeah, did you have your spurs on? I mean, did you spur the other guy or what? I keep my spurs in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> now, head-to-head, is that more or less you're um, reproducing the sounds of two hands, aren't you? Right. You get two guys that come on stage at the same time yeah. instead of, uh, you know, one guy at a time. and. The first guy will do his rendition of a, let's say, the plane yelp of a hen. Yeah. And then he'll step back, and then I'll do mine, and you do three calls, and then the judges will mark the check box beside that caller's name, and whoever gets the best two out of three wins that round, then you go to the next round. Oh, holy cow. Holy boy, Talk you- about intense, huh, Jesse? Yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. Yeah, now, now uh, in your hunting, uh, did you find that the calls that you use are very similar, or do you, ha- you kind of... Spruce them up a little bit when you're in this competition. Well, with, with hunting calls, you can uh, you can pretty much take anything out in the woods and kill turkeys. With competition, it's it's countless hours of sitting down and stretching turkey calls and getting the right sounds, getting the right latex, getting the right replacement. Yeah, and uh, you know, no mistakes on stage. You can't have nothing, or you ain't bringing nothing home. Yeah. Now, before you did this, had you competed in many competitions? Um, how long have you been doing this for? I've been doing this since I was about probably 11 years old, and I got into it real big. Really? In the national level for about seven years, and I've got seven state titles, and I've wow. got seven state friction titles. <laughs> uh, I have placed third, actually placed third in the head-to-head division last year, the first year they had it. Wow. And finished uh, third and fifth in the uh Open Division, which is the bigger championship down there in Nashville. Yeah. Man, oh man, you, you've been at this a while, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. 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 I go to, I go to roost every night. Don't even sit in the bed. I just hang my, I come up in the tree. Yeah. He, he's just up there and he just likes to be over water, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, That's it. These judges, I'm going to tell you what, like you said, you can't make one mistake. They are super tough. And the competition that you were up against, I mean, this is the best of the best. And to walk away, the champion is I that that's got to be an amazing feeling, Jesse. Yeah, it was the uh, the guys you're calling against. You know, to even get to this competition, you got to be a state or open champion. So you've got 43 state champions that are down there trying to battle it out for the title. It's no wow. walk in the park, and they some stiff competition down there every year. Yeah. Now, yeah. What, what kind of calls do you like to use? What's your favorite? I pro staff for a company called Zinc Calls, and my favorite call to use with them is the Lost Lady. That's the mouth diaphragm that mm. I use with them. That sounds like a bar down the street. I frequent that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, besides um, the stiff competition, I'll tell you what, being up there and having everybody in the crowd, I mean, that would definitely start to wear on my nerves a little bit. Because I'm going to tell you what, people, they are really into this. Obviously, it's the National Wild Turkey Federation uh, convention. Annual blowout. These people, I mean, this is what they live for. And they're intense when it comes to these competitions, aren't they, Jesse? Oh, yeah. Everybody's just uh, the whole crowd, you know, other than the judges, they got their score sheets and they're scoring the way they think <laughs> the contest should go to. And they're listening just like the judges are. Yeah. 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 Now, now, can you give us an example of, of what you did over uh, over the weekend? I sleep with these things in my pocket, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now, what's the? Tell us what the the first call you're going to do, what it is, and then do it. And then if you got two or three other ones, then go ahead and do that too. Okay. I'll do a uh, a cluck and purr first. Okay. And then I'll do a kiki run, and then I'll probably do some yelping. So. Uh, okay. Here comes the cluck and purr. 
Wow. That's amazing. There's a clutch and fire for you. That is Holy amazing, God. Jesse. I had, oh. I had three turkeys come in the studio. <laughs> that is incredible. What else you got, buddy? All right, here's a little bit of a uh, little bit of yelping for you. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow, Jesse. That is awesome, man. Yeah, and now, now what's your final call that you uh, that you did the other night? This will be a kiki run. This is a call of a turkey when it's lost, trying to get back with the flock. Okay. And it's one, about one of the toughest calls you got to do in a competition. Man. Holy cow. You know, I did a kiki run one time. I just yelled out, hey, where you at? <laughs> well, obviously. I didn't win. Um, yeah, I can see why you compete and Jim does it. Uh, that is so impressive. Now, real quick, Jesse, if we want to find out about the calls Zinc that calls. you use, Zinc calls, uh, where do we have to head to online to do that? Log on to www.zincalls.com. All righty. Wow. Hey, we've been talking with Jesse Martin. Of course, he is the head-to-head uh, -head calling champion for the National Wild Turkey Federation in 2012. That's right. Now, Mr. Jesse, uh, thank you so much for being on the Revolution. And we are uh, brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and NBC Sports. That's NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. Hey, I uh, appreciate it very much, Mr. Jesse. Thanks, guys. Uh, hey, you bet, man. Hey, we'll stick around because Brett Miller from NBC Sports is coming up next. Old High Life. Living the High Life. Coming up next. The B-Man. The B-Man? <laughs> anyway, stick around. Brett Miller coming up. The B-Man. The really. B-Man. He's coming up next right here on The Rev. See you then. The Revolution is ultimate outdoor radio that rocks. And it's brought to you by Whitetails Extreme. Get it today at whitetails-extreme.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sometimes you can tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be blacky or roany or buck. A name could have something to do with a horse's temperament or its disposition. Like wild man, or roller, or bad bob. Yeah, the name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game. It's kind of like driving a ram truck. That name means something. It means you know the value of dust, sweat, and pride. Guts, glory, ram. 
Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Attention. Two outdoor guys that have everything in common with you. Confused young men in need of observation. It's the revolution. Check out their podcasts at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. This is Revolution with Jim and Trav. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. You know, all this week, Trav, we've been talking about turkey hunting. Yep. And uh, i got to tell you something. We're headed to Philadelphia right now because we got a great guy coming on next. Yeah, it's Brett Miller. Uh, Jim often forgets his name. <laughs> <laughs> he is with NBC Sports. Now, we've had a lot of people on the show today talking about turkey hunting. And now we do have Brett Miller on it. A real turkey hunter. He's a real turkey hunter. And actually, uh, he was telling us an interesting story during this past ad break about Craig Boddington. Mr. Uh, Brett, welcome to the revolution, buddy. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back on. Uh, yes, I, re- I had a uh, <laughs> wonderful encounter with Mr. Craig Boddington. Great um, guy. He's amazing. I mean, when it comes to hunting the world, I don't think there's anyone More who can surpass him. Yeah. Uh, but him and I were talking at a shot show, and a very we were talking discussing turkey hunting, actually, and it, I discovered that I have one, one up on him. What's He's that? He's never shot a Merriam's turkey. And I have. <laughs> yeah, it's a boo boo. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Of all people that I, I can actually say I've taken a uh, trophy that they haven't, uh, Mr. Boddington <laughs> is, is the man I can say that about. Like and, you know, um, he's probably one of the most prolific hunters in the world. And, you know, not many people can have surpassed him in hunting. They're going to change SCI to Craig Boddington's Association. <laughs> that is, they should. That they is should. crazy, I mean, though. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, his trophy room, I doubt I can spell half the things, <laughs> let alone pronounce what, what, what's in there. And yet, mine, I can spell and pronounce everything. <laughs> and one of the things is in Merriam's, the one, the one animal he has never harvested. So um, I'm quite proud of myself. Yeah, um, now, where did you, you get your Merriam at? And how'd that, uh, how'd that all Dakota. come about? Got it in South Dakota. Who were you hunting with? Uh, Mr. Bill Miller from, um, they, I mean, you all know him very well. He blogs for us around the campfire with Bill. Yeah. He's a, he's a great personal friend. Uh, we were out in South Dakota in the Black Hills. And uh, Mother's Day, um, two inches of snow on the ground. Uh-oh. First time I've ever shot a, de- shot a turkey on a Sunday, because in my home state of Pennsylvania, Sunday hunting is not allowed. Ah, uh, blue laws. First of, yep. First time I've ever shot a turkey in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the hunt lasted ten minutes. It was one of those uh, wonderful two-year-olds that make everyone makes everyone feel like a great turkey caller. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I I did not complain. Um, he had a Bill let me borrow one of his guns, a, a Thompson Center, um, hmm. and a single shot shotgun, which I've never um, had shot a turkey with a single shot before, and. Uh, it was very late that day, and it was a very tasty bird that night for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Bill's a great cook, also. <laughs> really? Well, you know, a lot of people are listening to the show right now. They're saying, Osceola, uh, what's that? Uh, Miriam, what's that? There's actually four subspecies of turkey here in the uh, in the lower 48. Yeah, five. Fact, five. Well, you've got the ghoul down in the, you know, that was right. just recently found out about in the last 20 years, and it's just kind of a really? color variation That's the of the red-headed real. That's the stepsister is yeah. what that is. <laughs> but you, you I have, thought I was a red-headed stepsister. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but you do have the Osceola in Florida, and that's the only place you can get the Osceola. Uh, right. Of course, you got the Rio. You've got the Eastern Bird, which is probably the most prolific, and it kind of takes you all the way through to Kansas from the East Coast. And then the last but not least, you have the Miriam. And, of course, right. that's, uh, that's got a little more white to it than the others. I mean, it's really a pretty bird. I think it's probably one of the prettiest out of all of them. Um, to be pr- I mean, that's, you know, I, I've seen Easterns. Um, I've seen them all. Um, I haven't harvested them all, but I, I've seen them all, and um, I, I honestly think the Merriams is probably the most beautiful. And I think they—it's—it's it's funny. I've heard it, 
um, said by others, and I never really experienced it until I was out, out hunting on the Merriams, they do actually have a slightly different, almost an accent to their call. Really? They sound slightly different. They really do. Well, um, you've heard those people in Minnesota before. They got a hard accent. Hey. Well, they do. They do. They do. <laughs> I, I mean, no, well, no one's perfect. <laughs> and those, those Southern birds, you know, they have a slight accent also. But yeah, the Merriams has a little different sound to it. Um, I've never heard heard the Golds before, but... um. Um, it's unbelievable. There is just a slight variation. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing I think as a turkey hunter, if I mean I grew up in PA turkey hunting and it was literally for the month of May, it, that was my life. Hunt yeah. till noon every day, go to work in the afternoon, um, work three to eleven, get home, take a nap, get up, turkey hunt. Oh wow. So, yeah, that that's what I would do for the whole month of May. Now fortunately Sunday hunting was not allowed, thank goodness, back then, because I would sleep all day Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that would, I would make up on the sleep for the whole week. But if you're out there and you listen to birds, you can actually, birds are much like people. I mean, they there are variations to their voices and their calls, and mm-hmm. you can actually start to learn after a while. That's, which birds they are. That's really and interesting. Which ones to avoid. You know, I, <laughs> that one sounds a bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like an ex-girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> I stole Jim's line right there. That's, yeah. he, he's notorious for that line. Yeah, I was going to use you know, that too. I, I had never even thought of that before. You know, I mean, that makes perfect sense, you know, as um, people's dialect kind of changes and, and how they pronounce things. I, why would why would that be any different for an animal? You know, right. that's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, if we want to find out more about, I didn't know, I'm kind of intrigued. We want to find out more about the rut report. Where do we go? The rut report, turkeys. <laughs> the what, rut report. What were, every, you, what were you every, doing on uh, Mother's Day without your mom? <laughs> you know, My mother, actually, I'm such a mama's boy. I actually <laughs> called her up when I first was, uh, oh, was first invited, uh, and I said, are you okay with me missing Mother's Day? <laughs> oh. And she asked me, well, well, what are you, what's your, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going turkey hunting in South Dakota. And she knew, she knows me. She goes, go ahead. (laughs) If it was anything else, I'd say no. But she said, I know your, what, you know, your feelings for turkey hunting are. So go. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Thanks mom. Yeah. Well, turkey hunting, I think is a poor man's elk hunt, really. Um, And it is, I mean, it's as exciting as an elk hunt. You know, you're the interacting, the calling, but yet, you don't need all the pack horses, all the animals, all the spike camp. Yeah. Um, it, it's much more affordable. And trust me, I'll pack out a turkey any day over a full-size bull elk. <laughs> a wise man just I love it. The poor man's elk hunting. That's like, I'm going bear hunting, but we're not hunting bear. Yeah, we're getting gophers. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're going to go shoot some prairie dogs. Now, uh, Brett, if we want to find out more about NBC Sports and, and everything that you guys have going on, where do we have to head to online? Well, it's real easy. All you have to type in is nbcsports.com forward slash outdoors, and that'll bring you to our outdoors page. And from there, you can you can view our outdoor information, or you can branch off if you're specifically looking for fishing or for hunting. Um, you can jump off to either of those pages as well. I mean, we have blogs up all the time. I even write, so if you can understand my writing, my dribble, <laughs> you're more than welcome to. But we have some really big names um, that write for us, um, Bass Fishing is uh, kicking off right now. The spawn's coming up through, so we're going to be covering that, of course, but also turkey hunting. I mean, the turkeys are going to be gobbling. If they aren't already, they will be here in a couple months, you know, next couple weeks. So it's a great time to be an outdoorsman. There's more turkeys now probably than ever before. Um, Fishing, there's bigger bass than ever before. Yeah. I mean, 
heck, I don't even want to be talking to y'all. I want to be out in the woods and yeah. the water right now. And this interview is going on longer than it ever before. Ah, okay. <laughs> hey, that was Brett Miller. Of course, he's with NBC Sports. You got to go there. Yeah, check him out at www.nbcsports.com forward slash outdoors. But we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks. RamTrucks.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. RamTrucks.com plus NBC Sports. Once again, that's NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. Mr. Brettman, uh, Jim has a hard time remembering your name. Uh, thank you so much for being on, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, guys, and uh, have a great day. A big thanks to Whitetails Extreme for partnering with us. Thanks, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sweetheart. You can fan or follow them on Twitter and Facebook. Check out Whitetails-Extreme.com. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 366 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, hey, Wade Bourne, Mark Kreiner, Scott Carlson, Jesse Martin, and... Brett Miller. So we are Jim and Trav. Hey, your local news weather, it is coming up next, so make sure you stay tuned, but also tune in to us next week right here. Thanks a bunch, guys, gals, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.